To understand what he was doing differently, we need to talk to the man himself, Sheikh Sayyid Darwish. After a week in Alexandria, we were able to reach Darwish who was busy heading the preparations for Saad Zaghloul's return. He agreed to sit down with us on the 16th of September, one day after the celebrations. In the meantime, we sat down with his closest collaborators, Badia Khairi and Nagib Rehani. Khairi and Rehani are to Egyptian theatre what Darwish is to Egyptian music. At the turn of the century, the Egyptian theatre scene was a backwater of European plays and operas. Productions in Cairo and Alexandria were either remakes of famous Italian operettas or productions by failed British and French theatre companies in their native lands that had much more success in the eyes of Egyptian high society that aspired to be European. Khairi was one of the first Egyptian playwrights that wrote original scripts and presented them to the public. His plays all included musical numbers that were mostly composed by Darwish, whom he collaborated with on various political and societal songs outside the theatres. Rehani was the mastermind behind this renaissance. Heading the theatre company named after him where Khairi and Darwish were able to rise to stardom, producing and starring in the plays and operettas that shaped Egyptian theatre. I met Said in 1918, Khairi says. I had just joined the Rahani's theatre company and started to garner some fame, but we were missing something crucial. We were missing the music that represents the Egyptian street. Said had just come from Alexandria to join a rival theatre company. Someone told me about his music, so I attended the play he was composing and singing in. I immediately got drunk hearing him, as if I just had a hundred glasses of whiskey. Afterwards, I, I went backstage to introduce myself. The porter wasn't letting me into the actor's room, so I started shouting for his name until he came out on the commotion. And when I introduced myself, he, he just jumped over the porter and hugged me. He told me that he was a big fan and that he had composed a poem that I published in a newspaper that year. He didn't leave me until he had sung it to me. And it was genius. The song was about the unity between Egypt and Sudan that was questioned at the time. He composed it in a five-note key. Not like the usual seven-note keys, no, 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 that you hear in Western and Eastern music. It's a five-note key. Later I figured out that the key he used was an ancient Egyptian one. He, he took it from the Pharaoh's ears. Arihani interrupts and picks up the story saying, who can compete against a guy like that? Khairi and Rehani laugh uncontrollably, and the small crowd gathered around us laughed with them. Rehani continues. 
He's a man different than any other. I knew Sheikh Sayyid before I saw him and I respected him long before we met. The first melody I heard from him was in the same play that Badia mentioned. I was exceptionally mesmerized by it and I saw it in a completely different form of music than the forms we were used to hearing at the time. I felt that he was transposing us from a world of sleepy, passive music to a world of strong and active one. After Badia met him, I, I sent Sayyid an invitation to my office to make him an offer. He came in, said Assalamu alaikum, wa alaikum assalam, who are you? I am Sayyid Darwish, you? No way. How can the composer of the beautiful and soft melody that I heard be so tall and strongly built like you? He laughed and told me, why not? Do you hire musicians in your trope by weight? Let me go find you a sickly composer then. And he just left. I ran after him laughing and didn't leave him until he signed the contract. Weeks later he had composed songs for our first play together. The play opened from here and people's wallets opened from the other side. You couldn't walk anywhere in the streets without hearing the song that he just debuted in the play. But the real fascination here is that me, with the same voice that you're hearing now, this harsh deep voice of a man that only sang before as a joke, he wrote me a song that when I performed on the stage, would captivate audiences to the point that they would break their fingers clapping. I think all the famous singers that came to the opening night felt threatened by my singing because of him. The small crowd gathered around us, started laughing again. When we first contacted the duo, we suggested meeting them at the hotel they were staying at in Alexandria to attend Zaghloul's return or at the nearby Greek club that was a hub for upper-class Egyptians and Greeks to enjoy the fresh Mediterranean fall. Instead, they set our meeting in a local cafe in Alexandria's Mancheia neighborhood. The Anfratto, Ravine in Italian, is what the locals call that cafe, and it's a name that describes it well. The cafe lies in an atrium covered by a captivating glass roof, encircled by three magnificent Italian buildings. The only entrance to that cafe is through a 20-yard-long, three-feet-wide passageway between the buildings. You enter the passageway from the bustling, noisy main street outside, and you exit onto the quiet, calm atrium on the inside. A busboy greets you with a cup of water immediately on your table, harboring you from the crazy Alexandria on the other side. Once Khairi and the Rehani arrived in the cafe and joined us, a few people gathered around, shaking their hands and admiring their works, but when word goes around the cafe that we're interviewing them about Sayyid Darwish, the small crowd gathers around. Men leave their tables, a couple quit the game of backgammon they were playing, others stop talking about the stock market, and everyone gathers around. 
They turn our interview into a small show in front of the lucky cafe visitors. The perfect analogy of the folksy nature of them and Sayyid Darwish. I think what made him famous though is the revolution. Khairi continues, referring to the civil unrest of 1919 following Zaghloul's first exile. We're always conceiving songs with political and societal connotations. Said is like me. We have a great sense of responsibility for this country. We write songs talking about construction workers, songs about doormen, baggage handlers in train stations, horse carriage drivers, everyone. We would never be what we are without them. One of our first collaborations in that was Salma e Salama, a song about an Egyptian conscript returning from the European front in the Great War. But we found our calling and our fame during the revolution. I remember when the demonstration started, we were at the theater rehearsing. I went to Said and told him that we should join the protests. He refused. He told me that if we go out there, we should be prepared to lead the whole demonstration. We should be contributing. So, we spent a few hours at the theater. I wrote Umiya Masri and he composed and sang it. Do you know what type of music he chose for an anti-colonial Egyptian protest song? A waltz! Thousands of Egyptians were marching in the street singing a waltz. And it was brilliant. We took a horse carriage to the city center in Cairo and joined the protests there. That day the demonstration kept going through the streets of Cairo and Sayyid kept singing this song, among others, for hours. Until the carriage that he was in broke in half and he fell from it while still singing and holding a flag in his hand. He insisted on going back to Alexandria to join the demonstrations there as well. He also worked with all other patriotic poets and songwriters on multiple songs, all about Egypt, all supporting the revolution. That year alone I think he produced more than 70 songs. You know, Saeed didn't just sing and compose, right? He also helped in many of the songs I've written. Khairi continues. Do you know what's Balah Zaghloul? I told him I knew that Balah meant dates in Arabic, that my years serving in the British army on the Palestine campaign had taught me a lot of Arabic, especially the local food and delicacies. But that I didn't know what's the relationship between Saad Zaghloul, their political figure, and dates. Everyone listening started laughing. I'd like to think that they didn't laugh at my pitiful accent in Arabic, and instead they laughed that I didn't know that Zaghloul wasn't just the name of the Egyptian returning from exile in five days, but also a type of rich red half-ripe dates for which Egypt is well known. Two years ago when Saad Zaghloul was exiled, again, a law was passed to criminalize any mentions of him in media, including songs. 
So I sat down with Sayed trying to come up with a song that would pass through the censor's filter. We started writing a Balah Zaghloub, singing metaphorically for a type of dates, saying that it has been so long since they were in season and how happy I would be when I see those Zaghloul dates again. Did you get it? You know what's the word for happy in Arabic, right? You, of course, meant the word sad. Said also started writing a new song as a celebration of for the return of Saad Pasha Zaghloul. Arihani leans towards me, whispering, We should go now. He left me mesmerized while he thanked the gathering audience, taking a bow as if we were just on his stage. Arihani and Khairi take me by my arm swiftly through the narrow passageway back to the other Alexandria. They stopped a horse carriage and told the driver to take us to Teatro Muhammad Ali Pasha. They should be starting the rehearsals now. If you're lucky, we'll get him to play the new song. Less than 10 minutes later, we arrive at the theater in Rufuad, the main street of the city since Alexander the Great built it more than two millennia ago. We enter the theater from the street outside through a white marble archway, only to be greeted on the other side with a courtyard. In the center of that courtyard lies a statue of Nubar Pasha, the first prime minister of Egypt overlooking the entrance. We pass the statue to enter the main French-style building. Once inside, the red velvet seats, curtains and booth walls, along with the golden arches everywhere, make you wonder if you've traveled great lengths just to land inside the Odeon Theatre of Paris, only to be awakened by the Middle Eastern music played there. A group of 10 musicians and 4 singers are practicing some song. An al-Masri, I the Egyptian, if my memory serves me correctly. Said Darwish was standing in the middle, leaning over a pianist's shoulder while singing like no other maestro ever did. Arihani calls him over. He introduces me to Darwish as the British journalist that's going to interview him in a few days. Darwish shakes my hand vigorously. In an extremely slow Arabic, probably so that I can't understand, he says, I'm sorry I had to postpone our interview till after the celebrations. As you can see, I'm, I'm swamped to the preparations during the f- next few days. He hugs the other two, asks us to take a seat, and jumps back over the stage. Khairi tells him to play the new song he wrote for the occasion, and Darwish shouts from atop the stage, You know, Badia, you're uh, the only songwriter I know that likes to hear other people's songs more than his own. They all laugh hysterically. 
Derwish signals to the band and they start. By that time, Darwish's eyes were tearing up, and when I looked over to my left, both Khairi and the Rehani were also in tears. They say their goodbyes, not wanting to disturb the band's practice, and we leave the theater. Neither of us seeing Saeed Darwish ever again. A day later, Darwish returns from rehearsals to his home where his heart just stops. A rumor circulates that it was because of an overdose of cocaine. The leading rumor between Egyptians, however, says that a family friend who was secretly an agent of the king invited Darwish to dinner and poisoned him. In all cases, we didn't get a chance to interview Sheikh Said Darwish who at 31 years of age, died. At 31 years of age, Darwish had contributed to Egyptian and Arabic music more than any other in the past 400 years. He passed away two days before Saad Zaghlou returned and heard Biladi Biladi. <laughs>